Each week on the New Hope Podcast, you'll hear messages and stories that are built on the bedrock of God's truth and discover practical ways to apply the gospel to your life and relationships. Thanks for listening and being a part of the New Hope family. Good day and welcome back to Deep Dive. This is Jason Collins back again with you this week. And of course, Pastor Keith Faith. (laughs) And uh, we're so glad that you are joining us online or wherever you might be are listening to us Mm -hmm. as we are diving into a pastor's sermons from the past Sunday. We're in a series called Put to the Test. Yes. And yesterday we were looking at the value of spiritual growth. Yeah. I think think this is a a pretty key topic uh, in our series through Hebrews. If for no other reason, I think even as believers, we get to at least subconsciously thinking of spiritual growth as that thing I can put on the back burner, Mm. that thing that doesn't really matter a whole lot. It's an abstract kind of this ethereal deal, and that's the opposite of what this passage in Hebrews chapter 6 tells us. Yeah. When you think of growth, we have this idea that we're going to naturally grow. Right. Our bodies are going to naturally right. grow. Our right. minds are going to, well, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Some of us, maybe our minds yeah. naturally grow, but that's it's a natural occurrence. Right. Uh, and so we have that maybe inside of us thinking, well, I'm going to grow naturally, right. spiritually as well. Yeah, not and so much. Not so. Well, and I think even even physically, if you, we were just, we were just talking about this. About this. Yeah. Yes. If you don't do the right things, like yeah. for example, we all know if you don't exercise and you don't get the right kinds of nutrition, yeah. then you'll pay a price physically down the road. So there's an effort involved in growing healthy. Yeah. You're right. Your yes. body's going to change and grow Regardless, it's just whether or not you want to be healthy or not. Yeah, feeding it well, yes. taking care of it, exercising right. it. Fuel, yeah. When we say we were just talking about this, we mean before we started recording, yeah. we were talking yeah. about this and things that I'm <laughs> right. going through and others have yeah. experienced in life. And so, yeah, we there is an effort yeah, the, in growing in both, well. Yes. Both physically Absolutely. and spiritually, yeah. no doubt. And in the effort here of talking about value of spiritual growth is that we need to look at our perspective. Right. As well as our effort. So that's right. going to look at those two things. What are we looking at? What are we watching, yep. keeping our eyes on? Yes. And how much effort are we putting into it? You know, yeah. I, I, the image of the, the hammer and anvil, All right. I think, really comes into play. Yes, here. absolutely. Because uh, we are being molded into the image that God had in mind for us as he created us. Right. And growing us into the, the man and woman Right. He created us to, to be. be. Yeah, yeah, wants us to be, yeah. Absolutely. Well, we're in Hebrews chapter 6, uh, mm-hmm. 9 through 12, and then, of course, 19. We'll get the close there. But if you will, I'm going to read through and yeah. uh, be encouraged by his word this morning. So beginning in verse 9. Even though we speak like this, dear friends, we are convinced of better things in your case, mm-hmm. the things that have to do with salvation. God is not unjust. He will not forget your work and the love you have shown him as you have helped his people and continue to help them. We want each of you to show this same diligence to the very end so that what you hope for may be fully realized. We do not want you to become lazy, but to imitate those who through faith and patience inherit what has been promised. Mm-hmm. There's good things to come, dear yeah. friends. Yeah, right. We see here. Yeah, yeah. Dear and friends. Of course, we mentioned Sunday, dear mm. friends, is always every single time in the New Testament referring to believers that are actually following Christ, not mm. the the not the believer that wears a cross around their neck and mm. 
doesn't doesn't live in his character or live out of who he is. Absolutely. So he's talking about the the people that are actually seeking to uh, move towards Christ, not not drift away from him. Yeah, their perspective is on him, and yeah. there is effort behind, and he's saying there's good things to come from yes. that effort and yes. from that perspective. Absolutely. Uh, and, and in talking about spiritual growth, one of the questions that I had is, is you know, we, we use some language and some titles, if you will, that I think are scriptural, but mm-hmm. uh, uh, what are the various levels of spiritual growth? We talk about being baby Christians, right. infant Christians. Right. Paul talks about it. Peter talks about it. Mm-hmm. Are there various levels of spiritual growth? Yeah, I, I, I think so, yes. So when I think of a new believer, mm-hmm. that's the milk you yes. know, that the Scripture talks about. So a brand new believer is learning the basics, if you will. They're getting... They're figuring out, okay, what does it mean to pray? How do I pray? What does it mean uh, that Jesus is the Word become flesh? He is mm-hmm. God in the flesh. How do I follow Him each day? And so then, it, so I think it is a little bit like physical growth. You go from childhood to teenage years to adulthood, basically. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, I do believe there are stages of that can be marked. Mm. Uh, kind of signposts along the way or, or um, mile markers along the way of yeah. growth that are sure signs of where you are in terms mm-hmm. of maturity. It's not a, I, I would always be careful about putting everything in a can. Sure. Uh, but nonetheless, you can, there, there are signs that you're growing or not that yeah. you can't fool yourself about. And I've mentioned this in the past in some of our conversations. In other words, if your relationships with people are mm-hmm. always going wrong and they're totally, de- and nobody's perfect, so I'm not saying that, but they're completely dysfunctional and destructive constantly, yeah. then that probably means your relationship with God's not on a good place either. Yeah. But then, then flip the coin over. If, if you have more valuable relationships with people as a believer, then... Um, that likely is a good sign that your relationship with Christ is where it should be as well. Yeah. Just as one example. Exactly. Yeah. There's many, many. Yeah. And you right. get into some evidences of spiritual right. growth in your, in your sermon. Yeah. And uh, I, I was trying to think of a, a good, like, a seasoned vet yeah. title, a good seasoned believer, if you right. will. And even that name there kind of goes back to that hammer and anvil, right? They've yeah. been they've been yeah. worked over, if you will, and yeah. and molded and shaped. Uh, there was a gentleman in in my, in one of my previous churches who, man, he had the roughest hands I've ever (laughs) shook in my life. It was sandpaper. Yeah. It was amazing. And, but I always wanted to go and shake his hand because it was just amazing to feel that toughness, that grit, that seasonedness, if you will. Uh, and how amazing it was to be just, you know, just experience a handshake from him. Mm -hmm. Like he could just break me in half (laughs) if he wanted to. Uh, but at the same time with, seasoned veterans of the faith Mm -hmm. just to want to be around and how we can feed off of them. And that was one thing that was mentioned in this passage too, of of those that have gone before us. Follow the Um, example. Yeah. Follow the examples before us. So uh, yeah, so definitely there is evidence in scripture talking about spiritual emphasis that you're Mm -hmm. on milk, if you will, being spoon fed, force fed, if you will, sometimes God's word. And then the evidence has begun to say, okay, am I, is it becoming to become my own? Am I beginning to feed myself? Yes. Am I beginning to walk on my own? Am I Mm -hmm. beginning to trust and believe on my own? Uh, right. Until the point that I am leading others, right. if you will. So uh, yeah. very, very cool. So yeah, there's definitely some spiritual steps, if you will, right. benchmarks. So exciting yeah. to see that. So then, how then can we find the evidence that we are growing? Yeah, in our life. And that's where we started to go 
and there was two things that were mentioned in your in your uh, sermon mm-hmm. uh, from verse ten: that our work in Christ, right, and our love for Christ, right. that is evidenced in our service of yeah. other people. Yeah, and, and the word work, as we mentioned Sunday, means works of faith yeah. specifically, and love, of course, is the word agape. Love used in the New Testament. That's Christ's love, the love He has for us that inspires us. And I, and I, I connected that to the great commandment, love mm-hmm. the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. And then he says, the second is like it. In other words, His love will inspire the work. His love will inspire you to love people yeah. if, it's, if it's there. Yeah. And so, you know, reverse that. If you're not, if you're not loving people, mm-hmm. it's quite questionable. Matter of fact, James says that. It's very questionable that you really love God. Yeah. And so he connects those as as an as a um, a specific way of knowing that you are really living out of your salvation. You've got the right perspective on what that salvation is. Yeah. It's it's whether you're doing works inspired by faith and you're loving, uh, showing love for Christ. That only translates in helping people. And so that's that perspective, that right? That we are right. we are living out of our love for Him. Yes, and our yeah. eyes that are completely on Him, right. and how He is designing us and incorporating us and and purposing us to live each day. Yes, yes. It's seeing life. I always like to say it's yeah. seeing life through God's eyes. Yeah, uh, that's different from seeing life through my eyes. By the yes. way, I yes, yes. And a big difference actually, and when you really make the effort to take on the mind of Christ. And to see your, and you get down to specifics, see your stress points through mm-hmm. his eyes. doesn't mean the stress goes away. It just means I probably respond to it differently. Yeah. Uh, I see my relationship through the eyes of Christ versus my eyes. Because when I look at life, and I mentioned this Sunday, when I look at life through my eyes, it tend, life tends to become about me. Absolutely. But yeah. when I look at it through the eyes of Christ, it becomes about him. Mm-hmm. And that's two different completely ways to live. Very starkly different, actually. Yeah. And with different results, yeah. as Hebrews points out. So, yeah, starts with perspective. You can't start doing what you don't first see. Mm-hmm. So you got to see how Christ wants you to live in the, to begin with. Yeah. Seeking him, seeking yeah. his word. And we'll get to, we'll get to yeah. that now. How he thinks. Yeah, how he thinks. How he perceives yeah. all of your life. What is his perspective? How does Christ look at, see what I'm looking at right now, whatever circumstance versus my limited version or view uh, of what I'm, I'm experiencing in life? Yeah. Going, I mean, we've missed in the past as well, uh-huh. getting beyond just how I feel about things. Yes. And really yeah. diving into the truth. Yeah. Uh, of, of what God has to say yeah. about. Yeah. By all means, feel things. Uh, yeah. uh, by all means, uh, if, if you're going through a tough time in life right now, uh, God's word doesn't say feel good about it. Mm-hmm. It says it's okay if you feel bad about it, but let me let me show you what I'm going to do Absolutely. with this opportunity. That's go again, parallels with James. We've talked yes. about a number of times, chapter yep. one. Um, we're all going to go through stuff, right? We're all th- going to go through the valleys. You might. The question is, are you going to let God do good works out of it, or are you just going to go through it right. uh, and be to, miserable in it? To stay on that anvil, if yeah. you will. <laughs> yes. to jump yeah, off. True. Yeah, let him chip away, yeah. hammer away, because he's molding something. Yes. He's got a purpose in allowing these things to happen uh, in life. But only if we allow him. You know, the anvil thing... 
it, it's we got to crawl up on the anvil yeah, and yeah, allow right. him to do the hammering uh, in order to shape us into what yeah. uh, something better. Man, talk about trust. Yeah, <laughs> to, yeah, yeah, right. To be put into that position to say, yeah, whack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, yeah, God. Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. I know yeah. it might be painful. Yeah. This may not be what I prefer. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to go through the valley whether I want to or not, right? Mm -hmm. Nobody can stop the valleys from happening. Uh, so why not let the shepherd lead you through the valley? Yeah. He knows it. He's he's experienced all the pain you could ever experience. Yeah. He knows your pain better than you do. Yeah. He knows you better than you do. Yes. Why not trust him to do good things out of the worst of times, uh, out of the challenges of life? Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. The efforts that you're giving to self yeah. aren't working. No. And we know they're no. not working. You know they're not working. Yeah. And and that's the funny thing, Jason, is uh, if you talk to people that don't, they're, they're either not convinced about Christ or they're trying their own thing, or maybe yeah. it's a believer that has drifted away from him. They're kind of doing their own thing, trying to live life on their own terms. I would bet that 99% of the time, if you were asking them, is that working? They're going to tell you no if they're honest. Yeah. Uh, and Because it doesn't work. That's mm -hmm. the point. You need Christ. Uh, for it to work, for life to work like it's supposed to. Yeah. Regardless of the circumstance, by the way. Well, and that leads to my second deep dive yeah. question of why why am I not growing? Maybe somebody's asking that. Right. Why, why am I not growing spiritually? Why am uh, what's what's happening in me or around me or yeah. am I not doing or, or doing that's keeping me from going? Why, why yeah. Am I not growing? That, and that's a great question actually because we all go through those valleys. We all mm -hmm. go through the the dry bones kind of deal mm -hmm. uh, spiritually. So I, I would connect that with the four things I tried yes. to mention to pursue. Okay. And my experience is that when you go dry spiritually, you stop growing. You have stopped diligently pursuing yes. one of several things, uh, maybe all or maybe one or two or whatever. Number one, you you probably have drifted away from stop pursuing the truth of God's word. Mm -hmm. And I, by that, I don't mean just know it, but respond to the truth. Yeah. Live out of that truth and faith one day at a time. Number two, you've probably drifted away from uh, and quit pursuing prayer, talking to him. Uh, number three, you've probably drifted away from uh, community and relationships that you desperately need in your life in order to grow, because that is such a key part of what God's Word tells us to do. So bottom line is, if we, if we don't, if we don't move towards Christ, we drift away from him. I yeah. mean, you slide away or you move towards, it's going to be one or the other. Yeah. And so I think the answer most often mm -hmm. is we have neglected the, the, those things that we desperately need in our life. Yeah. So some things that I was writing down is there may be some kind of thing that we're still finding ourselves in bondage to. Yeah. Some kind of sin, some kind yes. of hurt that we're holding on to. Right. Um, and then, Maybe we're also seeing things of the world still as more of a blessing than following God. We're seeing right. that as more of a no doubt. happiness. Yeah. Um, and these are the things that being in God's word is going to bring to light yeah. within us. It's yeah. going to show us the things that need to be chipped away. Yep. Yeah. To me, the being tempted by the things of the world to get my hope out of mm -hmm. or you know, value in life out of stuff or whatever it yeah. may be. I always call it the shiny new car thing yeah. uh, syndrome. Because, uh, you, you know, when you buy a new car, that new car smell, everybody knows well. Uh, and they even sell spray. We've right? talked about that yep. before to help your old car <laughs> smell that way. Well, why would we want to spray new smell in an old car? Because you want to have that experience again. Yeah. 
And, and the problem with the new actual new car smells, it goes away and then the bill comes. And so, you know, it doesn't mix well with the smells. No, it, it does. Yeah. The old <laughs> socks or whatever's yeah, in the old car. Yeah. yeah. But, but, uh, deal is, is it yeah. doesn't work. It right. eventually wears out. And that's the temptation part is, uh, if, if putting my hope in stuff or other people or yeah. other things didn't work in the short term, it wouldn't be tempting to do it in the first place. Right. But the problem is it's like drugs that gives you the high and it goes away and you're in a lower low. Yeah. Uh, and it's just this disintegrating thing over time if you don't correct the course. Yeah. And so you, some people just got hit the wall first yeah. or they're going to turn to Christ. Absolutely. Unfortunately. Yeah. Including uh, believers. By including the way. believers. Yeah. yeah. And God's word is what's going to help to bring that to light, to light right. the, those things. That, that and community. And then, yeah, I think we, that's yeah. another, yeah. Prayer as well. So yeah. as, we were, yeah. as we were going to him to the throne of grace, right. uh, asking him to, to show himself yeah. on his word and then community, finding yeah. encouragement to yeah. grow in that truth. Yeah. Relationships yeah. with other people matters yeah. a lot. Yeah. And then I mentioned Sunday, one thing to pursue is serving. Yes. Uh, letting God do a work in you and do work. It goes back to what you just read. He was saying God doesn't forget your work and your love for him. Right. And then he connects that work and love with helping people. Yes. Specifically, ministry to people, mm -hmm. serving mm -hmm. others, letting God use your life to make a difference. And by the way, Sometimes God will use your pain the best mm -hmm. to help others. It's mm -hmm. not always your mountaintop experiences that he's going to encourage others with. Sometimes uh, you've been through a divorce and you didn't intend for it to occur, or you've had a loss or a grief or a challenge in your life that God has helped you get healing from. Yeah, And so I've seen this over and over again. He sometimes will lead you to take that pain and share it with others to let them know they're not alone, yeah. that you'll walk with them. To be a, exactly walk with them. Yeah. yeah. To walk with them, to be a yeah. light for them, to right. be a guide, to help with them. Yeah. I mean, literally, that's your, yes. it's your and the walking passage, with them. The passage mm -hmm. indicates, if you look at that Hebrews passage, it talks about the fact, in essence, in other places, I use some references Sunday, uh, that the blessing comes back to you yeah. tenfold. I mean, if you let Christ get you out of self, and you truly follow him to make a difference in the lives of others, they're not the only ones that are encouraged and blessed. You end up being, and that's not, a, listen, that's not a hallmark chunky phrase. That is true. Absolutely. You truly do get more blessed by giving mm -hmm. than being the receiver. That That's not, that is an absolute truth. And you see that in scripture as well. But yeah. Anyway. Well, in, in verse 11, he talks about you will be blessed. Yes. You will experience his yeah. blessing, yeah. his presence as you are right. working and giving the effort to grow and to serve and to love. Yeah. And I don't know if this is uh, sounding familiar to our members, but this yeah. is the 3D process. Yeah. Absolutely. That we uh -huh. discover, discover Christ, Christ yeah. develop in Christ, and deploy for Christ. Yeah. Exactly right. That's and a good connection so there. Yeah. The, the evidence there of that we are continuing to grow. Right. Um, that you are becoming to that place of being a seasoned veteran, if you will, a seasoned yeah. believer, that others are wanting to be around and glean from you. Yeah. And that you're leading others. Yeah. And speaking of the 3D church growth process, the discipleship process, our goal is not just for you or I to walk through that process of growth, but to take somebody else Absolutely. through that process, help other people walk through that. Because yeah. it, it's uh, not it, but Christ is life-changing when yeah. we are willing to take the steps of faith.
Yeah, that's that. That's that deploying out that we yes. are. Yeah, that we are being a disciple maker. Sent people. Yeah, sent people. Absolutely, yeah. we're talking about that in our missional groups. Yeah. Absolutely. So that yeah. we, everywhere that we are, we are keeping in in the forefront that we right. are sent to this place. Absolutely. To this moment to this time, wherever we find ourselves. That's right. That's right. Uh, to be his hands and his feet is solid. Whether it's in the desert or on the mountains. Yeah. <laughs> I prefer the mountains. Or in Leander hey. or Afghanistan. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Exactly right. Oh, man. So yeah. I, there's probably lots to be. I, I didn't mean to yeah. go into that area. <laughs> lots to be said maybe a couple of weeks down the line, maybe yeah. of what all is happening in our world today. Yes, absolutely. But, uh, you know, the, the church needs to be the church even in the darkest of times. Yeah, and I'm yeah. Uh, speaking of, I'm, I'm reading, I've read some gr- good articles on believers and, uh, that are doing ministry right in the middle of the war zone in Ukraine Yeah, right now. I said Afghanistan, I meant yeah. Ukraine, but yeah. yeah. Well, and that's about as bad. Yeah. Most dangerous <laughs> place, according to one article I saw, uh, to live for a believer is Afghanistan, mm. number one mm. in the world. So, yeah, there's some pretty... Um, dark places that God shines a lot the brightest. Yeah. yeah. I, I was reading through a couple articles on Gospel Coalition and uh-huh. talking about the churches that are staying and remaining there. Yeah. And the light that they are wanting to be in the midst, in the midst of, of shells, all, yeah, bombs and bullets. And, yeah. Oh, so we and know. death. I mean, just, it's awful. Yeah. So definitely pray, Absolutely. continue to pray for Ukraine and, and the, not just the country, but the, the church there. Yeah. That can make a difference. So. Yeah. So sorry I didn't take us yeah. to that no, direction, but right. definitely something to notable to mention and be yeah. praying for. Absolutely. For sure. So, but, but getting, you know, the blessing that all of us are going to experience as we are growing, whether you are mm-hmm. even right now an infant, if you will, a new believer, you will experience the same blessing as you right. grow. Right. Even now, as right. the seasoned vets that are have yeah. long time. Uh, believers, if you will. Right. Um, and, and on the same coin, different side, if you choose not to grow, you won't. Right. I mean, it's that simple. You're going to miss and also experience what it means, the, the danger and the destructiveness of drifting away from Christ. Yeah. I and mean, this a couple of weeks ago, we talked about if we're not growing, we yeah. are drifting. Right. Uh, exactly. It's, it's, there's no middle ground. Yep. Yeah, we are either moving towards him or we are definitely yes. moving away from him. Yes. Yeah. And there's, there's yeah. the apathy there. Right. Will lead us to destruction. Yeah. My sloth image. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're so cute, though. Oh, yeah. No, the they sloth. are cute. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the imagery is definitely, yeah. definitely, definitely there for real. But then you get to, as you close up in verse 19, uh-huh. we talk about the hope that we have as an anchor. Right. And let me read that yeah. real quick. But we okay. have this hope as an anchor for the soul, mm-hmm. firm and secure. It enters the inner sanctuary behind the curtain. And that's where you showed the right. picture of the mm-hmm. of the, the, the curtain, the yeah, giant curtain. Yeah. I've never seen I never thought about Holies, Holy of Holies. Yeah, yeah. Right. I never thought about that image before and seen that picture. That was really a profound, Humongous. amazing yeah. imagery there. Yeah, and it's it was it's accurate to the the dimensions of the temple and all that stuff. Yeah, mm. but but backing up to verse sure. nineteen before yes. you get to that, I, I think that imagery of the because it's it's a. And I mentioned it Sunday. I think it's maybe the only place in the New Testament where that anchor imagery is used, yeah. and it's in Hebrews. Um, and in essence, he's saying when you and I make the effort to grow spiritually, become yeah. more like Christ, move towards him, uh, he will be our anchor of our life. Mm-hmm. And, and, it, and everybody knows that even if you don't sail or you're not a captain on a boat everybody understands the concept of an anchor when you mm-hmm. have the anchor in the water if it's the right size um, then the currents can't take you everywhere it wants to take you or the waves are not going to throw you everywhere it wants to uh, throw you 
Yeah. It it gives you stability. Yeah. And yeah. I've seen that over and over in my own life when Christ is truly centric on my heart, my mind, my thinking, my choices, it gives me that stability in the midst of craziness. In the midst. Exactly. Yes. In the midst and it's of it. a storm. So, yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. We're still on the anvil, if yeah. you will. Yeah. And times the growth is not a pleasant one, no. or, or fun, but the right. reward, the benefit, the blessing that we're still feeling, the joy yeah, that we're still experiencing from You'll that. You'll see God do good things out of the worst of times uh, yeah. in those, but you've got to have the anchor in the water. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of the point. Uh, anyway. And so, why would you not? Why would you not no. want to have that anchor? To, yeah. To, to, good to question. bring you to a stable place. Yeah. And people, we're, I know we, we just are a selfish people. Right. And we just want to keep searching for ourselves. Right. Uh, you will come... Uh, yeah, one reason I don't have the anchor in the water sometimes is I want to be in control. Yeah, I want to I want to drive the ship where I want it to go, but then the storm comes along and knocks the fool out of my boat. So, <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, you're the perfect storm if you've seen that movie. Mm. Going up at a ninety degree angle. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's rough out there. Mm -hmm. You better have your anchor in the water. Yeah. So I think that was the final scene, if I remember yeah. correctly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was not good. No. Yeah, wrong place, wrong time. But yeah. anyway, yeah, yeah, the waves can get pretty, uh, pretty tough in life. Yes. And so, why would you not want to be anchored in Christ? Amen. Yeah. Amen. So, and then the whole curtain thing. Yeah. Uh, he follows us and and allows us to live fully in the presence of God. Um, and sometimes we tend to think of that that promise as something I experience when I pass from this life into the next. And it's not that is his reign begins the day you confess Christ and choose to follow him. You're just going to see it more the the crescendo, the fullness of that when you and I are in his presence uh, in eternity. But we can experience it now. Yeah, his reign is already happening. Yeah, and we've been talking about that in the missional kind yes. of studies. He already reigns. Yeah. Uh, it's whether or not you're going to choose to uh, trust his reign or not and experience the value of his reign in your life amen so. amen and we pray that you do listener yeah, we pray that absolutely uh, as whether you are a seasoned vet or an infant in christ or maybe someone that's seeking searching right. for an, just answers of truth yeah yeah jesus christ is the way the truth and the, and life. the life that's right so we look forward to if you'd love we'd love to hear from you if you have any questions yeah. about anything that we've been talking about maybe anything that you'd want us to talk about we'd love to hear from you and know how we can better connect with you through this podcast or even just right. as a church. Right. And so reach out to us and let us know that you're you're there. But we're so glad to have had this time, Pastor. Yeah. And we'll be, we'll be going into next week. Yeah. So I'm, I just blanked on my... Oh, uh, put you on the, thought, put you on the I spot. Thought, yeah, sun on the marquee up front. And I should know. That's my reminder what I'm, <laughs> I'm teaching. Oh, it's the new promise mm. uh, that we have in Christ. And so, yeah, that's kind of the, the theme for Sunday morning. Awesome. Awesome. So, yeah. as, we're, as we're getting to approach Easter. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah, but uh, looking yeah. forward to it. So this will be the first, I guess, the first real Easter since the pandemic. Oh, yeah. I mean, technically speaking. Yeah. So uh, people are starting to come back and yeah. and get comfortable being at most. Not everybody. We understand that. But anyway, looking forward to Easter Absolutely. Uh, this year after a two year kind of interruption, so to speak. Not yeah. really an interruption, but I guess. Yeah made it different. Well, there are exciting things happening in New yeah, Hope. It's absolutely. awesome to see all the people that are coming and checking us out. Yeah. And uh, all the yeah. things that are, we have Fuel for Life yeah. this Wednesday night. Yeah. Uh, and so all, lots of exciting things happening here at New Hope. Yeah. And we hope that you are a part. Yes. Of growing and with us. 
right. uh, to see the blessings that God has in store for us. Absolutely. Pastor, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Look forward to next week. All right.